0: Welcome to Interrogating Spaces, a podcast that examines ideas around inclusivity and attainment in higher education. We speak with staff, students and practitioners to explore questions around democratic and decolonised teaching practices. In this episode of Interrogating Spaces, we hear from international students from Central St. Martins who share their experience and give tips for staff and incoming students.
1: Hi, I'm Mihika and I'm Vicky and we both are international
0: students studying at UAL, Central St. Martins. And what we're going to talk about today is that we're mainly going to share our experience as an international student in the UAL. We're also going to give some tips on what we think that tutors and staffs could do to help international students to be more involved in the space and tips to students as well and on how they could make the most of
1: their time and have as much fun as they can my experience with UAL because I did the foundation course at CSM and it was my first time coming to London on my own, so that was altogether a very thrilling experience, leaving my parents and my lovely house back and coming all the way here on my own, and I had no idea what I was going to do because I was doing the foundation course, and at that time I did not know I would get into performance design and practice course, and I remember the first week of my college like the university i had a little bit difficulty in understanding the accents that was a bit challenging for me but eventually i got a hang of it one thing that i still remember and i still laugh about it is i was kind of shocked with how casual the relations were between the students and the teachers and the fact that all the students call the tutors by their first names. And I was like, why aren't they putting a sir or a ma'am <laughs> after that? And it was quite like challenging for me to just call my tutor by their first names. I'm like, Peter, sir. And he's like, no, call me Peter. <laughs> I wasn't aware of it the whole kind of culture and all together uh, making new friends who were not from the same city as me, the same place, getting to know uh, their stories and just how, they, how they're how they living and what do they do and talking about how every day all of us would cook past us and that would be the only thing we knew. All the briefs as well, like it was so, so non-academic compared to what I had studied before. Uh, it was really creative, like creatively challenging as well, coming up with new ideas to creating new art every every week with um, different people in my class from all around the world. So that was quite um, a little overwhelming, but at the same time, I had fun. I really had fun. Definitely a little bit language was a barrier. Uh, the cultural difference, like the fact that over here, people are so, so open minded, so kind of open to anything and everything. They didn't think twice before doing anything, my friends, and they just went for it. And I kind of overanalyzed every step I took. And most of my friends would tell me, just let go, just do do what you want to do, you know, we'll see how it goes. And that was a bit difficult for me to just let go and do whatever that comes to my mind instead of kind of going into the details and being like if I do this this is going to happen and tracking my way before I do something but that was something that I had a little difficulty letting go and just putting myself out there. I was a little homesick at first but I was really lucky that my flatmates back home they were really nice And we we started, like, cooking together. We would spend nice time after uni every day. So that that kind of, like, helped me not remember my family back home again and again, that I'm missing them. So that was nice. Making friends at UL, it was kind of, it was easy and it wasn't at the same time because uh, I remember uh, talking to uh, a lot of people and not everybody kind of... uh, clicked with me like some of them I couldn't uh, I couldn't really connect to them about the topics they spoke about and the issues that they addressed it it, I did not understand that and some people I was like yes (laughs) we are having lunch every single day now it was like that and uh other than that I I remember there was a few people uh did Uh, make assumptions about me that was a little weird like uh, I would introduce myself and uh, I remember two girls they told me that oh so uh, you're from India you must be doing yoga and meditation and I didn't know how to reply to that because I did I did practice yoga at that time and I still do but I just thought that there's more to me than just that. I don't know how to say, but I didn't know how to reply to that. I just laughed so that it it doesn't get too awkward or something. Another experience was there was, I remember there was a friend uh, that I was talking to and she was telling me about uh, how her grandmother would cook really nice dumplings uh, and they would uh, come together for Chinese New Year. And I, I asked her that, oh, it must be nice. I caught, like kind of engaged in the conversation and I just said the word China and she got so offended and she she told me, I am not from China, I am from Hong Kong, and they are two different things. And that was a really, like, shocking experience for me because I did not know that it would, it would like, be such an offence if uh, you associated someone who's from Hong Kong with China and there was kind of a political thing going on between them. But for me, it was like, I was really sorry, but at the same time, I was like, I did not know that. It was a learning experience for me as well because I just realized I had to let go and move on. There was a time, I remember, I was in the metal workshop and along with my friends, and there were like two male friends with me, and um, they were like doing some uh, metal work, and I was going to be the next one in the line. And for them, the technician wouldn't do anything like help them but for me he's like he he said that uh, oh you wouldn't be able to do this let me do it for you and i told him that i thought that he was teaching me how to do that but then he ended up doing the whole thing and i asked him that why can't, why can't i do that and he said oh uh it's just because you wouldn't be able to and i was like but why i want to do it i want i'm here to learn and then we got into this and really like it wasn't it didn't turn out to be an ugly conversation or anything, but it, it was just a funny thing. And then I ended up doing the whole thing again by myself. So that was a little like, why didn't I was wondering, like, why didn't he do this with the previous guy? And why did he just do it with me? You know,
0: well, my experience in as a student in UAL, well, quite similarly with Mijica, it begins with cultural shocks and also language barriers at the beginning. And uh, it was fun and painful at the same time, of course. It was fascinating to get to know a culture really different to yours. And, and it's also really, it's also quite empowering <laughs> to go back home and tell your friends that you learned so much from this culture and share what have you exchange in this kind of experience. But I feel like the beginning of my student experience in UAL wasn't really great. Well, mostly because of relationship with uh, people from the course. And at the beginning of the course, it's actually hard to feel like you could bond with people instantly. So when I was doing my foundation in CCW, it was actually a really nice place. And I think our tutors are really supportive in what we're doing. But uh, it was quite a big class. And when you're in a group, it's hard to feel like you could be friends instantly and just do whatever you want and go on about it for a really long time. And, uh, well, I even had like a kind of like a semi-aggressive uh, argument with the person that I was working with because I feel like I was uh, ignored and left alone during our project. And it was really, really uh, from just a, a judgment from my perspective. But what I wish is uh, that I would have been a bit honest at that time and let people know our feelings. So um, when you look back at it, you feel like you know a lot more about yourself and you see way of the part that you would love to improve and try to know what to do better when you come to a similar scenario next time. I think it's the part when you try to become more open to people, help me to... Realize that a lot of these problems can actually be resolved. So, well, back to that case when I had that semi-aggressive uh, argument. The next thing I did was go back home. Well, go back to the hall and cry in front of my uh, in front of my friends. I actually didn't intend to cry in front of them. I was crying alone in the student kitchen and my friend came inside and saw me cry and she came over and hugged me and be like, oh, don't cry, it's okay, what's going on? And like, well, that's, that's the moment when I realized, you know, it's when you're, when you're feeling really suppressed or um, feeling quite upset and not well, it's always okay to show that sigh in front of people, even though you feel really, really vulnerable, because if, only if you open up yourself, you're gonna get like, you're gonna know where you wanna go next. Well, I've changed in mentality. I think my biggest change is that my mentality has been changed after the experience of studying in UAL for a couple of years. Well, especially in when thinking about the society and a lot of current issues, because I'm from Hong Kong, and a lot of there's a lot of political things going on back in there, and I feel like it's really hard to talk about them. It's quite reluctant for me to bring them up in front of people who are closer and more intimate to me because these are the stuff that actually makes you feel quite uncomfortable and also um, it might actually end up getting you into a lot of arguments and but like coming to UAL I feel like uh, one of the best thing they provide me is that uh, there's a safe space that you can talk about your opinions without holding back and yeah it actually helped me felt way of uh, expressing opinions in a way that you wouldn't you you wouldn't feel like you're being held back, and but you can also try to learn to make it not offensive at the same time. For me,
1: I my advice to uh, international students coming to UAL, I would say because I learned this the hard way, or maybe I learned this a bit later, but I would say that. Just put yourself out there. Don't overanalyze things. Don't uh, give like second thought to whatever comes to your mind. Because I was being repeatedly told by my peers and my tutors to just play around and have fun, because this is this is the time that you can actually do whatever that you want to. Because later, of of course, you're gonna work for someone and you don't have that much freedom to fool around and experiment but at the same time this is the time you can actually meet new people make connections talk to them and just don't hold yourself back because just because you think you might get judged or anything because everybody feels the same and it's nice to just let go and do it just do it
0: (laughs) yeah I completely agree with you Mahika it's like UAL is such a creative place and it really, really encouraged us to think in a way that we didn't dare to think in. Sometimes you just have to forget. or Sometimes you kind of have to let go of the uh, assumptions that you make for yourself and just go for it. Because in terms of socialising, you don't really need to put on a lot of labels and tags on yourself to... uh, To introduce yourself to people when when you're an international student and you're like in a completely new environment, there's actually a lot of other people who are like you, and it really doesn't matter if you can't you can't uh, reach them, you can't blend in, and then in like the first couple of while, because you you have to give it time and kind of just um, stop uh, reminding yourself that you have to be like this or like that. Uh, Try to go out and reach them in the most general interaction you can have. And it's actually it's actually going to be a nice experience if you do that. Impostum syndrome, 100% of time. <laughs> it's basically my UAL experience in a nutshell. For myself, even though amongst my Chinese friend, my Hong Kong friend, I do feel like an imposter among them because I have a very mainland China and Hong Kong mix background it's actually it's actually making me feel like i i never belong to either of the community even just it's just within my community coming to uk coming to UAL, knowing a lot of uh other international students or local students has actually gave me an insight of of the more globalized version of the community that we're going to be living in in the future and
1: um i would say about uh the imposter feeling first coming to UAL. I ran into a group of people who were like wearing high-end brands and uh I thought that I had to wear them as well. And uh if I don't do that I'm not I'm gonna get kicked out, nobody's gonna talk to me or
0: anything. But
1: I just told myself that it's gonna be okay. I'm gonna meet other people.
0: Well when it comes to tips for uh, tutors, technicians and staffs on international students. I think they do have to be more cautious, like not in the bad way, but do be aware that uh, they're coming from a new environment and it's very unlikely for them to reach out for help actively. Well, for, for myself, I've never spoken to a technician until this year and it's really, really... Uh, it. I've, I've wasted so much time to, uh, just to be afraid and scared to reach out to anyone. You don't, you just don't know how to, uh, go ask for help from tutors. Like, if I'm phrasing my question this way, does it sound too stupid? If I'm asking a technician about help for, for my project, is it like, is it too rude? Is it, am I taking too much of that time and... Well, I think it would be great if tutors and technicians can be more engaged in what students, especially international students, and in what, in, in what they're doing personally and try to, you know, ca- kind of uh, reach them out in the first step and uh, try to start a conversation with them because it's really, it's really hard for some of them to reach out at first. I would say
1: for tutors and technicians, because I noticed this personally when I came here, a lot of tutors would group people together in a group. Like, for example, they would put all Asian students together or they would put all the local students together in a group project. And I would always wonder that it would be nice if there would be a nice kind of mix where, or maybe like a random a randomness of maybe putting chits out and just picking random names to see who goes with them instead of assuming that they would be together good they would work together nicely because we are here to um, kind of meet new people. We are here to broaden our networking abilities. And Mm -hmm. uh, if the tutors can help or give us a little push in that at the start, it would be easier for us to reach out to people and talk to anybody and everyone. And this kind of goes to the student as well, to some extent that try to make new friends, try to talk to people you've never spoken to before. And not just stick with the one person that you sat next to since the first day in the orientation or something till the end of the course. Because you never know who you might end up like working really closely with, who you might match your creative instincts with. So that is kind of something that I would say for tutors and
0: technicians. Thank you. That's, like, a really, really important observation. Because Well, thank you so much for bringing it up, because, like, I feel like for myself, that's a really, really serious thing, because in my personal experience, I've been paired up with people from my ethnicity group for mm-hmm. a lot of times during this term. And, uh, yeah, it does makes me feel a little bit invalid. And, Meika, you're, like, absolutely right. It's It's really... It's really up to how tutors might pair students up. sometime. so for our course, performance design and practice, it's such a small group, and it's actually it's actually easy to just shuffle the students. And uh, well, if if the tutor is a bit more observant and caring, they would probably you know kind of study a little bit about students' background and find the best match for them and or talk to them specifically about their needs and their the kind of attention they would want and the kind of intention they would have when having a project and help them find a good pair and like in in a school like UAL collaboration is really really important and it's really it's like a it's shaping our skills and how we're going to apply them when we're when we're out of the union we're going to go into a workplace and um by if if the tutors are more aware of that it's gonna be really really helpful and uh well i I think for a small class it's probably easy and for like a bigger class like a like a course with more than a hundred person, if tutors can uh get together and actually try to get to know about students, pay more attention to them, especially if they're from an international background. Try to mix them up and blend them into, like, a really, really beautiful mixed-up group, and it would be really nice. This podcast is brought to you by the Teaching and Learning Exchange at the University of the Arts London. For more information, search for UAL Teaching and Learning Exchange...